Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. So today we are talking about momentum and we are going to start with a short video. That's why I'm delaying uh, because I sort of can't act the video out. <laughs> you can be sure it's one of those, even if you tried. So, uh, because uh, this communication is going to make so much sense to you with the video, video coming up. I'd like us in a special way to appreciate Florence. She should be somewhere. <clears throat> She has led the team that's put this together and has absorbed every kind of pressure and made it happen. All right, here we go. Thank you. 
Awesome. So that's what breaking out looks like, I think. <laughs> right? Yeah. You all are earthbound, just, you know, <laughs> being around, and some people are breaking out. As I was thinking about uh, our theme, break out, the word that came to my mind was momentum. If they could give me those slides real quick. And uh, the idea that leaders and teams need momentum to break out. Now, if you studied a little bit of physics, you know that momentum, the sign is P, equals MV, mass times velocity. Did I hear volume? <clears throat> if I could get those slides real quick. Uh, momentum equals mass times velocity. And so, uh, I hope you don't have to go and ask for a refund of your science lessons. So, you may find that sometimes when you're just starting and you're small, you, you, you don't have much momentum. Just because you are small. If a fly comes at a very high speed and knocks you, you're not going to fall over because a fly has knocked you. So that's just how momentum works. There must be mass. So for anyone trying to do anything where you want to break out, you know that you have to be growing the thing you're doing in size. If you plan on staying small, momentum won't favor you. The other, the other side to that is the velocity. When you have enough mass, however, even if it's not too much, like a bullet, because of the speed at which it moves, uh, it's going to knock you out. You will not be able to resist its impact when it comes to you. So for everyone leading something, those are the two things from the scientific side that you're working on. Are we able to move quicker? If you're the kind of organization or team that needs several committee meetings that last about 18 months, before you can decide to change the light bulbs in the toilet, you're clearly not going to enjoy any kind of momentum. It does not work. So that's why you find that when you catch some size and speed, momentum starts working for you. I'm going to be discussing a little bit more detail of how this whole momentum works as soon as I have my notes, which we are sharing on the screen. But I'll share a quick story. A few years ago, not too many, so that, you know, we are young, we started this thing called Worship Harvest. I remember back in the day, there were more people on the music team than in the congregation. And the music team wasn't as big as the one that was up this this morning, we, and they did an incredible job, by the way, and they're from many different churches. And so we started moving a little bit slowly. First of all, you know that to, in order for you to gain momentum, you need to be moving in a specific direction. That rocket, if it keeps changing direction, it can't gain momentum. Now, if your vision and direction is not clear, forget momentum. If for you, the thing you do is, the, is doing the thing you do, 
without any reason why you do the thing, you do which direction you want to go or what you want to do, then it's, going, it's not going to work. So momentum works when you're moving in a certain direction. A bullet which is lying down on the floor is harmless. It only works when it's moving fast in a specific direction, right? Awesome. So that's, that's, you know, so when we started, we knew where we were going. We were small and insignificant, but we kept going and we started gathering some mass. As more people came, we gathered mass. But the thing that we tried not to do is lose speed. So we've kept on trying to gain speed. And so we planted that first church. It took us another five years to accidentally plant another one. Accidentally. But yet this year, I think we planted like three or going on four. Uh, we launched a location at downtown in three weeks from decision to execution. That can only happen when you have a certain kind of momentum. And so you can launch a location with about 100 people, 200 people. Now, our friends at Watoto, when they launch a campus, they don't launch with 200 people. They launch with 1,000. Why? They have both mass and speed. They've been at it for many years, so they are able to just make it happen at a bigger scale. Now, you have to gauge where you are and what kind of momentum is working for you to be able to know what to do. Don't copy someone else who has larger mass and speed and think that you're going to do the same thing. If you fly and you see a truck knocking a person and they fall over and you're like, okay, let's do this. It's not going to work for you. All right? Um, about to get those slides. Have they come? Is this it? Okay. I don't need the image of my video. I just chuck my picture if that's consuming any more time. I don't need it, actually. I just need the slides. Give me the slides only. Give me the slides and make it clear. Just do the whole projection thing, you know, PowerPoint, projector. That's what I need. So whoever is out there and trying to do all the magic, quit the magic. I need my, I need my momentum back. Yeah. All right. This is what I need. All right. Okay. I'm thankful I'm the first speaker. Uh, if this was happening to a guest, I would be losing hair. <laughs> Eki, don't say anything. Now, please activate the clicker. Activate the clicker. Just give me the slides. Activate the clicker. Keep it simple. Stupid, keep it simple, stupid. Kiss, K-I-S-S. Clicker is not working. Someone is going to move the slides for me. Okay, take me to the first slide. All right. Ooh, here we are. Hair. Hair. They said we shouldn't ask whether people have their own hair. Or not. Anyway, so give me the next slide. Uh, I tell you a story. I was telling the story. I think I told a bit of the story. So back to that rocket stuff. Okay. This is a picture showing different things you probably forgot from school, but I am. I'm going to remind you. There is something called orbital velocity. 
the speed at which an object must move in order to continue going around the earth without falling down to the earth or escaping. That velocity is 7.8 kilometers per second. All right? Does that make sense? <laughs> so basically, you get to Jinja in about 10 seconds. Tish, where you get it. Tish, Mokono. Tish, Lugazi. That's the speed at which satellites move. 7.8 kilometers per second. All right? So when you hear people are on the International Space Station, that's the kind of life they are living. <laughs> right? 7.8 kilometers per second. However, at that speed, you've sort of left some of us behind here on the ground, but you're still stuck within the gravitational pull of the Earth. And so what those guys do when they're going out to outer space or to the moon, they actually don't just, you don't shoot the rocket like that and just go, Psh, no, it can't happen. The Earth is too strong. It, the, the gravitational pull is too powerful to let you go. So they first take one orbit in the orbital speed. Then they take another orbit in an elliptical form, which is that second line, where they go a little bit further and still come back and, and then until they've gained the right momentum and speed to be able to escape the Earth's gravitational pull, and the escape speed is 11 kilometers per second. Tell your neighbor, momentum. What's your speed? Just courtesy of the speed at which you are moving in what you're doing, it's going to determine whether you'll escape or not. It's going to determine whether you'll break out or not. Let's be honest and frank. Most people never break out. Why? They can't attain the right velocity. They don't know how to do that. And I hope this morning I can share a couple of really simple things that can be done to attain the right velocity and hopefully mass to be able to break out. Am I making sense? So 11 kilometers per second squared Per second, that's the escape velocity. Take me to the next slide. Take me to the next slide. Oh, yeah. So for them to successfully break out, teams and leaders need momentum. All right? Continue going. So in his book, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, John Maxwell talks about the law of the big mo, which is the law of Momentum. It's one of my favorite laws in the whole book because this law is an aggregator. This is the law that works for the non-gifted. There are some people who are going to succeed because they are extraordinarily gifted in something. And those are few. And then there are many of us who are going to succeed because we understand this law. And the law simply says momentum is a leader's best friend. Momentum is a leader's best friend. As a leader, this is the thing I've found out that my, one of my core responsibilities in leading is to create momentum. 
It's to ignore every voice, every distraction, everything that would force me to change direction of that rocket and keep going in the same direction until I have momentum. And then you're going to find much more gifted people stuck, bound by gravity, because even though they are gifted, actually that's the curse of gifting. You can imagine that your gift will get you through. You think, I can always wake up and just do it. Yes, that happens at a certain level. Beyond a certain level, your gift is useless. You must know the science of how things work. It's about the momentum. Jim Collins talks about the flywheel effect. You push the flywheel. The first time it's so hard. Things are hardly moving. There are more people on stage than in the crowd. You can't raise more than 30000 a week to pay for the venue. Uganda shillings, for those watching online. But as you keep going, you start gaining momentum. As you stick with it, stick with it, friends. Let's stick with it until you make something out of it. I, was, I wrote this the other day that after 40 years of age, once you pass your 40th year, it starts to be important that you've defined your life's work. Because after 40, you no longer have too much room for too many experiments. You have to have decided, this is what my life is going to be about, and you push. Now, if you find that out when you're 20, so much better. Yeah, like right now, I don't think Mark Zuckerberg is trying to figure out what his life's work is anymore. Or Bill Gates at that stage, or Steve Jobs. They figured it out and they built momentum. They just kept going. They kept going. They kept going. They probably were not the most gifted. I mean, Steve Jobs didn't even know coding. Most people make the mistake of thinking Steve Jobs was a scientist. He was not. It was his friend who was the scientist behind the whole thing. For him, he was just the dreamer of, and the one harassing everyone to build momentum, right? And those slides are coming back soon. I'm sort of enjoying my session. Oh, I have these ones. So, sometimes momentum is the only thing that makes a difference between losing and winning. This is still a quote from John Maxwell. How many of you remember Leicester City? Leicester City, Leicester City. I think in uh, our village in Chitukra, we call it Leicester. If you remember Leicester, Leicester City, 2015, 2016 Premiership. Guys, who, I, everyone is still wondering what happened, but it happened. They won the Premier League. These were a lower mid-table team who hadn't been always in the Premier League. They, they've been going through different leagues. The English football system has so many teams with so many different leagues. Actually, the last time I checked, I think there were like 600 teams. So for you to be in the Premier League, you're in the top, 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 top cream. And somehow Leicester got there. And then this one season, they built something called momentum. They just couldn't lose. When momentum is working for you, huh? <laughs> you, you, you just, you're just winning and you don't even know why. You're winning. 
It makes you look good once you start riding that tide. And that's what happened to Leicester City. They caught momentum somewhere mid-season and never lost the momentum. All right. Now, <laughs> the other opposite is when momentum is not there. I will not... Who, who said... Who said what? Did I hear someone say Arsenal? No. Uh, I, I didn't say anything. I'm just saying sometimes you can have the most gifted players, a very gifted coach, pedigree, a big name, and lack momentum. And it works against you. So when you catch the momentum, you need to ride it. Now, let's look at some facts few facts about momentum, and I actually got this from the 21 Infutable Laws. I just picked out a few. The first one is that momentum is a great exaggerator. Yeah, it's like a magnifying glass, which makes things look bigger than they are. Right? When you have momentum, you don't worry about small problems. And even bigger problems, somehow they seem to work themselves out. Now, here's the mistake leaders make. You're trying to catch momentum, then a small problem comes. And what do you do? You let go of what you're doing and try to fix the small problem. Or sometimes it's even a big problem. Yeah? The biggest problems in leadership are people problems. Especially people who are closer to the core and have influence. When they start behaving different from what the general expectation is. That's super distressing. Ask any leader. If you haven't yet experienced it, just pray you never experience it. But if you do, here is what to do. Do not get your energy and get it out there. Keep creating momentum. If you keep creating momentum, soon any one individual player becomes insignificant. The whole becomes the point. It's like, okay, Whatever, even the big issues, like people issues, can be resolved if you are moving at the right speed. But if you slow down, now, especially if the thing is a little bit big, it's easier to catch momentum when you're a small team. If you're a big thing, and then you slow down, picking up momentum again, is, it takes a miracle. You probably have to split into smaller pieces to start moving them before you rebuild later. So, do you, get, do you get the idea? So, momentum is a magnifier. When it's there, things are good. Average players look excellent. Everyone is like, man, we shook that bridge. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, uh, uh, that's a joke. It's an inside joke, I need to explain it. So, a chameleon and an elephant were crossing a wooden bridge in the jungle. And the chameleon was seated on the elephant's ear. And then they crossed this bridge and it was swaying and shaking. And then they got to the, end, the other end and the chameleon whispered in the elephant's ear, man, we shook that thing. All right, so, never mind. <laughs> so, if you're small, like me and many others here, just have to attach yourself to a big thing, and then you get there and say, man, 
we shook that thing. Right? So that's the beauty of continuing momentum. Uh, the second thing about momentum is that momentum makes leaders look better than they really are. Momentum will make you look gifted. It will make you look like you're the real deal. People will start singing your praises and mentioning your name. They really don't know that it's the momentum. Momentum makes leaders look better than they really are. So as a leader, knowing that, you're just make it your priority to create momentum. Whether that's business, church, team, department, home, whatever the issue is, don't lose focus of creating, or, 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 don't, don't be distracted. Just create momentum and people will think you're really, really good. And yet it's simply the momentum. The third thing is that momentum makes team players look Better than they really are. Yeah? When you're playing in a team that has caught fire. You play better than you really are. And when you don't have momentum, even the best players look fake. I'm telling you, that's the truth. So as leaders, don't lose sight of this idea of building and creating momentum because momentum is going to make everyone look good. Now, here is what usually happens. Not always, but sometimes it happens. You may find that a team member is on a team that has a lot of momentum, right? And things are happening. We are backslapping, high-fiving, and the chats are just up, up, up. Everyone is excited. And then one leader starts thinking, mm, I can do this. I think I can do this. And then they jump off that bus. They jump off that team. And they go and try to do the same thing they used to do here in this team environment. They try to start it somewhere else. And sadly, they discover that it was the momentum that had been built up. I, I will not go into examples, but we've seen this the whole, all the time. Someone is leading a department in a business. It's going well, and you're like, ah, those guys, they get all the credit. I'm going to do my own thing. And man, the wind resistance <laughs> uh, and the friction and all the forces you're fighting against, you're like, it, it, it seemed so much easier. That's why I keep telling people, if, if your idea behind financial success is to pay the bills, kids are in school, rent is paid or house is built, whatever, stick with a job. Don't become an entrepreneur. Don't get out to start a business because you think it's going to make you money. No. If you don't have a cause, stick with your job. It's so much easier to survive financially with a job than out trying to start a business. 
because the winds are going to beat against that boat and you start wondering what happened to all your giftings. No, it was the momentum. Other people created the momentum you were a part of and you enjoyed it and you were deceived into thinking you can build that same momentum in that same amount of time. Now, the other people who actually can, maybe they are in an environment where the thing is too, it's slower than their potential and capacity. If you're that kind of person, definitely just get out. Get out. Get out and start building something new with momentum other than being in something because you're fearing the consequences of stepping out. Usually you know internally your own capacities. And you can usually tell those from how you lead yourself. Personal leadership is the first indicator of internal capacity. If you know you can get yourself up early, do the right thing when no one is asking, and all of that, then probably you should do that. If you need someone else to always be checking on you to make sure you've done it right, don't get out. Because you're going to crash. All right. So momentum helps followers perform better than they really are. Next, give me the next point. Momentum is easier to steer than to start. Once you have momentum, it's easier to give direction it's than to start. You, you saw that rocket? Uh, no, that was actually a shuttle. You saw that it had booster rockets that had to go off, and it still had another one which it was going to drop off at some point. The, the rockets that went to the moon, like the Saturn V rocket, which is the biggest they've ever built, it was 110 meters tall. The piece that got to the moon was a very small part. There are videos on YouTube, you should watch them. It's very exciting. But to get off the ground, oh my goodness. The amount of fuel, the size of the... It's so much harder to start than to steer momentum. Now, here is how momentum works. A freight train traveling at 55 miles per hour will crash through a six-foot reinforced concrete wall. Six feet. Six foot is from like here to about there. Reinforced concrete wall. At 55 miles an hour, a freight train will... It, this concrete wall has nothing on it. It will just keep going because of the momentum. The same freight train, if you put half a brick in front of it, when it is stationary, half a brick, it will not start. It will not go. They will fire up all those engines. It's going to stay right there, half a brick. The difference is momentum. When you have momentum, obstacles become nothing. When you don't have it, the smallest obstacles par paralyze the organization. Are, are you getting it, friends? So, it's easier to steer than to start. So, when you have it, steward it. Leaders, never lose momentum when you have it. Do everything in your power. Not to lose momentum. Because once you've lost it, it's so hard to restart. The last point I'll make in this section, and then I'll share a few other things, is that momentum is the leader's responsibility. 
Momentum is the leader's responsibility. The person most responsible for creating momentum on your team is the person leading. Momentum is the leader's responsibility. And sometimes <laughs> you're going to find yourself driving a Subaru WRX, goes all the way to 240 kph. And your leader is driving a Vitz at 60 kph. And like, vroom, 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 vroom. You're like, can you see us in the mirrors, dude? <coughs> For them, they're like, mm, amazing grace. How sweet the sound. Oh, someday we'll get there. Someday we'll get there. Meanwhile, the team members are raving. They're like, man. But you know, the way your thing is structured is you can't get in front of the bits. <laughs> so leaders, if you're here and you're driving a bits at 60 kph, just know that you're frustrating a lot of people. Speed of the leader, speed of the team. The team will never outpace its leader. The team will never outpace its leader. And I'm passionate about this as a Ugandan because slothfulness seems to be a national gift. People walk slowly, think slowly, drive slowly, eat slowly. Everything is slow. Ugandans, can we pick up pace, please? We are in a global environment. Other people are not going to wait for us to pick up speed. So, momentum is the leader's responsibility. If the leader doesn't create momentum, other people are cooked. Or if you're at a very slow pace, then even other leaders who will have created momentum are stuck. All right? So, Every leader has the responsibility to make sure you are at the appropriate speed. Now, don't go too far. That by the time you look back, your team, you left them in the previous village. <laughs> That's not leadership. That's like, you know, running alone. Now, let's look at four kinds of leaders. So this is like a buffet on momentum. So I've given you some facts about momentum. And I want to show you the four kinds of leaders. And after this, I'll just show you how to create personal momentum and we'll be done. Is that good? Are we fine with that? So four kinds of leaders, and I've shared this many times in different places. But there are momentum breakers. And I'm just sharing this so that you start looking through your team and seeing what you have and making the kind of decisions that will help you either build momentum or continue to stagnate or lose momentum. Right? So they are momentum breakers. These are people who slow down and kill even the little momentum that is handed to them. It's like things are moving at a certain pace and say, okay, come, 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 come and take this over. Come and take this over. And by the time you next check, it's half of what you gave them. Like, what happened? And then they are all sorts of good excuses as to why momentum has been lost. 
So there are leaders who are momentum breakers. You have to be aware of that. All right? Then the second, so those are easy to discern. Yeah? Those are not too difficult to discern. They have the negative conversations. They have the meetings after the meetings. They, they have the corridor talks. They, they, they just, they just they have a different vision which creates division. They, they just they, they, they arrive late, take more tea than anyone else, <laughs> leave early, have too many breaks, and basically, yeah, those are momentum breakers. They are easy to tell. And if you have them on your team, uh, you know what to do. <laughs> do you know what to do? Yeah. You need to let them break the momentum in a different space. <laughs> Don't work with momentum breakers. Look, you'll be heartbroken, you'll cry out to Jesus, and Jesus will say you, you could have done something about it. It's painful, but it has to be done. Then this next category is actually, interestingly, the majority of the people. They are momentum takers. They're momentum takers. They're not bad people. They are nice people. They are godly people. They are diligent. They show up every day on time. They do what they are told to do. You click. And this usually make form the majority of teams. But they only ride the momentum given to them. When things are going well, these people are, go, are doing well. When things are bad, these people are going through a bad experience. They can't create momentum of their own. They are like a weight. So if you push it, it moves. If you stop, it stops. Those are momentum takers. Nice people. Very nice people. Now, don't put those at the front of the driving thing. <laughs> yeah. Let them be somewhere along the way. Don't put them at the front. Then there are momentum fakers. This is the group that it took me the longest to discover. But usually they talk big and do nothing. They look the part. Yeah? They dress sharply. Uh, no, maybe not. Uh, but anyway, uh, they, you know, like they are charismatic you know, they come and speak. When you talk to them, you're like, oh my God, you have to meet this guy. <laughs> Until you give them something and tell them, can you build this? And five years later, it is what it was when you gave it to them. They are fakers. They make it look like they have it when they don't. There's no momentum. The last category which is, I, I, I believe, the people in this room, <laughs> are the momentum makers. These are guys, when the team is losing, they'll step onto the field and get a result. They will get a result. They earn respect because of their results, not their reasons. You either have reasons or results, not both. These are momentum makers. These are few and far between. When, if you ever find one of these on your team, 
Invest in them. Send them to all the trainings. Just, just let them take it to the next level. They are momentum makers. They make things happen. They are what we call U-turn leaders. Do you know what that means? It means that the thing is moving in the wrong direction and they are able to turn it around and start getting it moving in the right direction. There are not many people who can do that. You turn leaders. People who turn negatives into positives. Momentum makers. The Messi's of this world. The Ronaldo's of this world. The Michael Jordan's of this world. The Lewis Hamilton's of this world. When the team is average and it's a bad weekend and somehow they get a result. They get a result in the worst of circumstances. They're able to gain something out. They, they dig deep and produce. Those are momentum makers. Those are people who don't consult their feelings too often. Because feelings don't get things done. They're like, I may be feeling this way, but we're going to win. We're going to win, win, win. Never stop it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Check with your neighbor. Tell them, neighbor, I hope you're a momentum maker. Hi, yeah, yeah. All right, so now you know the beauty of momentum, right? But how do you create it? And I want to help us think through creating momentum. And I have a team here. Please, come, come, let's do this. So one, go down, go down, go down. Go down, we looked at that. Momentum is focus plus intensity. Focus plus intensity. That's how you create Momentum, focus plus intensity, right? So, let, let's go through all these, then I'll show you. So, you can have intensity minus focus. <laughs> right? You see that? That's intensity minus focus. They're moving too quickly. And you can have focus minus. <laughs> Do you have some of your workmates who are a bit like that? No. Thank God. Now, and then you can have focus plus intensity. So now, let's say we have to build momentum by sending this nail through this Piece of this board. You can put that down. Hold for me. Alright? We're starting to create a little bit of momentum. Now, if you are you ready, guys? <laughs> you should have put on gloves. <laughs> now, you you can have intensity. 
minus That's focus plus intensity, right? Now, I was saying you can have intensity minus what? How is your weekly schedule, friends? I'm busy. Doing what? If you aim at nothing, you'll hit it every single time. How do you organize your time? Focus minus intensity. Too busy doing everything that has nothing to do with your life's assignment. You're an intense person who is going nowhere. So once in a while you hit it, then the rest of the time, it's just more intensity minus focus. Are you focused? Champions do daily what mediocres do occasionally. If you found your life's work, are you applying yourself to it daily? Mm? Okay. So that's intensity minus focus. Then there are some good brothers and sisters who have focus. But without Is that report ready? I'm working on it. <laughs> Wrong image. Focus minus in this. I have to finish. My time is up. <laughs> anyway, so. Huh. Hmm. You hit it so softly, yeah? You're like a surgeon. <laughs> Whatever you've been given to do, you just do it so. You have a very light touch. You cannot afford to offend anyone. So, Bambi, for you, you are not an intense person. Mm. You are nice. You are focused. You are focused. No intense. Vits. 40 kph on Entebbe Express way. Yes, you are going to Entebbe. When will we arrive? This is how some of you run your businesses, over. You open at what time? Then they tell you, social media is free. Advertise your products. Me, I'm not good with social media. But I'm going to start. 
the Lord told me to start being on social media. So he posts something every three weeks. You, you get it, huh? Tell your neighbor, what's your intensity level? You cannot create momentum if you are not an intense person. You can't. You're just going to waste your life, get into the coffin and go. For you, it's as if the whole point of life is to safely arrive at death. Just, like, since you're going to die, get there slowly and carefully. Don't disturb too much. And then, you know, he's, he get, get in carefully, slowly, and they hold the funeral. <laughs> no intensity. But the people who make things happen have both focus and intense. They may miss it sometimes, but by not too far. You get what I mean? You get the job done by having... Don't be back there. Focus and intensity. That's how you create momentum. You get the point? Focus plus intensity. Just stick with it. Preach those sermons. Do that customer care. Open the, the business every day. There's a day, there's a year in the life of worship harvest before it became a church. We had a prayer meeting every day for one year. January 1st to December 31st, including, including Christmas Day at Macquarie University. That was intensity and focus. All right. Now I have to finish. L let me finish. Let me take me to the five capitals and momentum. Now you, you have understood. Focus plus intensity. So spiritual capital, which is wisdom and power. How do you create focus and intensity? You read your Bible frequently. You pray frequently. You don't wait to feel like it. You tell yourself... Today is a good day. I'm the righteousness of God. I love the word of the Lord. And you get in it. If you do it once in a long while, you're not going to create spiritual momentum. Relational capital. <laughs> Focus. Focus. If you're married. Huh? <laughs> if you're married, what do you do? Focus. You have got it, eh? You finally got it. Yeah, like, don't lose focus. Be focused. But then don't just be focused. Be intense a little bit. Focus plus intensity. Don't be neutral. Don't be neutral. Yeah. Be. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know how much we can talk on this stage. But focus. Focus plus intensity. Some things cannot be left to chance about what once in a long while. No. Focus plus intensity. Married people, I'm tired of us fighting these things. Focus plus intensity. You will thank me later. You'll be like, 
am I a transform? Is this a leader's thing or are we are in fireplace? It's very hard to lead out there when stuff doesn't work very well inside. Yeah, intellectual capital, focus plus intensity, concepts and ideas. How often are you reading? What are you reading? What's your level of intensity? Uh, physical capital, I don't know how I can talk about this <laughs> authoritatively, but <laughs> focus. <laughs> I bought a treadmill. Yes, focus plus intensity. And then financial capital. Focus plus intensity, I have to finish. But think about it. If you earn money once a month, every 30 days, focus minus intensity. And then you spend daily. How often do you earn? Once. How often do you spend? Daily. Remember, champions do daily what mediocres do occasionally. That explains to you why your expenses have always wrestled down your income to the ground. God bless you so much. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.